Welcome to Bliss Beyond Fear. Your hosts, Des, a transformational life coach, and Gina Marie, a personal development mentor, are here to help you have confidence, embrace your worth, and find your joy. Des and Gina Marie are fierce friends and lifestyle entrepreneurs that will encourage you to have faith, elevate your mindset, and take action so you can achieve the results you desire. They believe that an abundant life is sustained by overcoming your fears through creating a circle that elevates you and rises with you. Your blissful journey begins now. Now we're in business. Now we're in business. Welcome to the Bliss Beyond Fear podcast. Every now and then we have to just make sure that the record button is actually recording. (laughs) It's officially the holiday season. It is. Right? And with the holiday season comes some anxiety. That happens. And not to mention it's during a pandemic. That's Wait, a global that pandemic. That's happening? It's global. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I, I kind of forgot about that because that it's been such massive, a lifestyle. <laughs> it's a, oh my gosh. Wait, what kind of lifestyle are you <laughs> living? The no. pandemic kind. <laughs> no. no, we just fine. I, you know, the holidays are a great time to connect with family and connect with friends and to be thankful for things that you have and show gratitude around Thanksgiving. And it also involves other people. Whenever there there's other people, there's wonderful things and challenging things, right? That is absolutely true. And we want to get into some of those challenging things because if this can help you during the holidays, then that would be an objective we want to accomplish. Yes. And and I guess this is this is the truth because We're already getting direct messages about this. Mm -hmm. I got one today that um, I'm going to read to all of you. And then Desiree and I are going to walk through this and help you process this wonderful holiday dilemma. Okay, and so the message that I got says... I'm messaging you privately because I don't really want to be exposed. I'm wondering if you two can help me process something. Going into the holidays, I'm experiencing some anxiety, thinking about a difficult relationship in my life. I don't really want to hang around this person. I don't really want to hurt their feelings. I don't really want to talk to them about it. And I'm not sure if I should talk to them about it. I want to get ahead of this before the holidays, and I really want to be a mature person in the situation. Can you two help? First of all, anonymous writer, that is, you should be commended on your part for having enough forethought to reflect on this and want to process through this. You're already showing maturity. Absolutely. That, that you want to do the right thing. And you can tell her heart is is right. Yeah. I mean, I know who it is. I'm not going to say who it is because they deemed that me. So I know who the person is. But. is obviously. <laughs> I won't we say We are it, not breaching that it's confidentiality. Okay. It's okay. No. But yeah, um, it, it's, it's good to think about this ahead of time. I always say an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. And going into the holidays, that, you know, you're some, you know, as a mom of eight, 
The holidays always freaked me out because I always felt like there was so much more expectation put on me than my normal day. It's already hard being a single mom as it is. And you already don't have enough time in the day to do all the things that you want to do and be the mom that acts like she doesn't have a job, but works like she doesn't have kids. And let's just throw in... We've got to do the, you know, hot chocolate run, and we've got to do the Christmas program at church, and then we've got to do the snowflakes and put up the tree and, you know, all the mess. I I am overwhelmed just listening to you talk about that. And then shopping for everybody. You know, my, my family, we have a spreadsheet. Stop. That they pass around. I love spreadsheets, but not <laughs> in this capacity. <laughs> you do. You love spreadsheets. Oh my gosh. Ah, is it color coded? So it, has, it is. Okay. Like well, each, I, each, I might like it more now. It, 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 each kid has a different color and, and it's, it's, um, what's their favorite color? What's their, you know, cause that does change. What's their favorite store? Um, wants, needs, shoe size, shirt size, pants size, because I can't keep track of all of that. What Jeff and I used to go, we literally, you would not even, it was a production, what Mm -hmm. we would go through for Christmas. So let's add on. And then when we get to Friendsgiving, so-and-so is going to be there. Or let's add on when we get to Christmas Eve, Mm. such and such is going to be there. And you know that every time they're there, they always do that thing that challenges your joy. Hmm. Yep. So how do you continue to be joyful, get through this and process it? How do you emote the holiday spirit in the midst of challenge? Okay. So in regards to this particular relationship, we don't know what they did. We don't know what they're doing that's stealing her joy. Yes. Or or steal. Yeah. Her joy, her peace. Um, But She's got a couple options, right? Mm -hmm. She can just don't do anything. Status quo. Yep. She can process it with some of her friends or like this on a a podcast, right? There you go. She can give the relationship space or ghost them. That might not be a bad... Well, I like the space thing, you know? Or she can talk to him or her about her feelings. So... As you're listening to this, we're going to talk about the different options and the... What option would you pick? (laughs) If we had a poll right now, would you choose A, B, or C? Ooh, we can put that up on our... uh, We'll we'll put that up on Instagram. (laughs) I think the different personalities have a tendency to go to different areas, right? Like what what would be your go-to on that? Somebody's difficult... (sighs) You're going to be there. You know they're going to be there. I can't even. Do you not go to the party? Yep. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Avoid conflict it's, altogether. Yeah, I mean, that's, know, I mean, that's, that I'm, could be something, I'm right? I'm generally conflict averse. So that is a go-to strategy for me. I, I don't avoid altogether a person, but I will avoid certain conversations just to make it through, which, you know could be more productive if I chose to do that. And recently I've had to do some of this processing to have more difficult conversations because it's not my go-to approach. Uh, But I think you're right. 
I think people kind of gravitate to what they're comfortable with. And yeah. to, in so order to do something go, you know what, different. I'm not going to do anything about it. I'm yeah. just going to, you know, it's really not that painful. It's really not that big of a deal. I'll minimize it, mm-hmm. you know, and just avoid it. Or you could be like me, a bull in a china shop and go right to the source. And sometimes that's not altogether the best idea because I do like to, I don't like the feeling of, things looming well and here's the thing right so in the spectrum which i would kind of describe what these options that you provided a spectrum there are extremes in which doing nothing has the consequence of this story repeating itself here comes next holiday season and so on and so on now you're dealing with the same thing you haven't addressed it so you have to accept those same consequences if you're not going to take any action on the other end of the extreme, if if not approached well, which we'll talk about, you might offend someone, sever a relationship, you know, that kind of thing, and which might not necessarily be a bad thing, depending on how valuable this relationship is to you. But sometimes in the heat of emotion, things don't always come out right. Mm-hmm. So you have to put a little bit more effort into how you say things in order to make it productive. Right. Yeah. And sometimes not doing anything just lets it fester and fester mm. and fester and fester. And then when it happens, it boom, you know, it's worse. So, mm. so there's that. I don't, I don't think that not doing anything unless you can reflect on yourself and think to yourself, why is it that I'm struggling so much with this person? Because, you know, you can't control other people's behaviors. You can control your reactions. And that's about it, right? You cannot, you can't can't control it. And you can't, you can't control, you can't spend your time thinking too much about how they will react if you do something. You have to own your own feelings and emotions. Mm There's another thing I'll throw in here that might be a way to make a decision on this, which is how close is that relationship to you? Meaning, you know, we've talked in previous episode about the kinds of relationships you have in your life. There's the really, really close ones. That's a is person it your you, mother. Yeah. Is how close the relationship is to you. Because if it is your mom or something like that, or just somebody that is a very dear friend, then the lemon is worth the squeeze, you know? If it's somebody that you really are only going to see once a year, I mean, are you... I don't know. That's where it might be like... Maybe maybe you just purpose in your heart. Do your little, you know, your little affirmations before you go. I got this. You know... A great, um, if, if it's somebody that's close to you and you know that you're going into that situation and you're going to see them, a great activity would be to write down as many things as you can that you like about them. And because when you have a grateful heart, you can't have an angry heart. You can't have a anxiety. You know what I mean? That takes gratitude takes away anxiety. So let's say it's your aunt and she's you're going to you you know you're going to see her. You know she's got to be the center of attention every time she comes over. Mm. But you know what? 
She she actually paid for your kids, you know, college fund or you know what I mean? Like weigh out all of those things. She she actually has a good heart. She um you know, helps you in a certain way or served you in a certain way or added some kind of value to your, to your life. Focus on that, right? Mm-hmm. If there's none of that, that could be a drainer. Yeah. <laughs> if it's a take, take, take person, then it's not a reciprocal relationship to begin with, which already poses a challenge, right? Because mm-hmm. you're not starting on equal footing. And it's not to say that relationships are tit for tat and, you know, what I give you, you should give me. But in terms of effort, that's, that's a thing to evaluate, which we've talked about in probably a multitude of episodes, but really it's, is there effort on that person's part to be great in your life the way that you make the effort to be great in theirs? And that's, that's a question that you probably need to evaluate. And then, you know, there might be, search your heart for some things that, that might make them that way, some traumas that might make them that way. Maybe they have extreme insecurities because, you know, of something that happened when they grew up and that's why they have to have the limelight or that's why they have to be hurtful in certain situations and do those digs or, you know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then maybe you can have compassion on them mm-hmm. and that'll help you get through it if it's somebody that is a relative, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So in that case, what we're saying in that example If you don't, it's not necessarily not doing anything, but if you choose not to tell the person your feelings, it's adjusting your behavior and your mindset to tolerate it. If it's something that's tolerable and maybe not worth the effort. That's kind of like. It's more focusing on what you can control. Yes. Right? That's right. Okay. So then the the next option we talked about is processing with your friends. I think that this could be a great thing and it could be a damaging thing, just like all of these, right? There's a good and a bad. I don't think anybody, let's say, let's say in this situation, it's, let's say it's a friend and that friend, you know, you, you're struggling with them. So then you go to Karen and you talk to Karen and you go, Karen, I'm just really, really struggling with Carol. She is just so annoying. Ugh. And, and you know, every time she does this, and I just can't handle this. And, and your heart is to kind of just vent. Mm-hmm. Venting sometimes could be good if it's to the right person, because they might turn your heart back and say, we know that Karen can be like that. But you remember, her dad is in the hospital right now. And that, you know, is that really her character and they can kind of reflect and and help you process that why do you feel this way has she always done that and that that friend can kind of help you with that but if you're going to friends and they are not solution oriented Mm -hmm. that's not a good person to to vent to don't vent to to them Mm -hmm. because somebody who's solution oriented can help you focus on it they're not going to be judgmental they're not going to look at at Karen differently. Carol. Oh, is it Carol? Oh, that's right. Carol's you the one. You went to that, Karen yeah, and right. then talking Karen. about Carol. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, if she's, if she's, yeah, not being a Karen, right? That's right. So, so you can, you know, if you know that person's character and you know that this is somebody that is not going to be judgmental and they're going to help you with the solution and it, and it will give you some relief and it'll give you some guidance. That's a good formula for who you would go to to process something like that. I don't think it's a good idea to go to every single one of your girlfriends and talk about this person behind their back because nobody wants to be talked behind their back. Right. 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 If, and, and the intention is to have an outcome that is positive, mm-hmm. right? That gets you closer to what you want, which is, I believe, peace and joy. Yes. Relief from anxiety, mm-hmm. enjoyment of their company. Yes, yes. And so a part of it for that person, the Karen that is listening, is asking questions, seeking to understand. They're not emotionally attached to it, and they can ask good questions. And ultimately, their most important question is, what outcome do you want to see? Mm-hmm. What action have you taken? What are you willing to do differently? Those kinds of things. And that's, that's, that is the benefit of processing in a healthy, productive way. Yeah, I, I, that's, I, that's definitely how Des is for me. When, when I'm struggling with something, you know, she always listens. And I know that I can tell her because she doesn't, she doesn't judge. She she loves big and and she knows that everybody is imperfect. And so <laughs> it's it's just something to help me through. You know, it's not like, oh, are you kidding me? Well, and here's oh. the other thing too, if you are the listener. Let's go torch this- let's go torch their house. <laughs> let's go TP them. No. <laughs> That's always a great solution. No. I, I think if you're as the listener, the other thing to keep in mind, because, you know, we may all be on both ends of this equation at some point, right, where we need to be the one processing or we're the ones helping someone process, is you're not there to give an answer. You're there to help the person arrive to the answer that is best for them. They're, they're going to coll- It's about data collection, collecting a little bit more data and information in a rational way that is a little bit separate from the emotion because that's the challenging things when separating facts from emotions so they can walk away and make the determination for themselves. They might still decide that they're not going to do anything, but it just helped to think through that and that still could be the direction that they want to go. Or they may say, okay, now as a result of this, I'm going to go have a conversation or right. whatever it is right. that they did. And I do, I do think that... That takes the edge off a little bit. Yep. I know when I get a chance to talk to you before I'm frustrated with with Wes, I it just doesn't sound as bad when I'm talking to you. I'm like, now that I say it out loud and I describe everything to you and you're not like, you know, you, I don't get this horrible reaction from you, then that calms me down. And then I can go back to him and I can have a rational conversation. So yeah. I, I do think that that talking to somebody is a great solution um if they know the person and 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 the person that you're talking to has a good heart yeah that's going to put you steer you in 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 a good direction and be be real with yourself about that yeah and and the thing is you know 
when you're in it, it's difficult for you to see things from different angles. You know, I mean, I, I certainly have had in the last couple of days some challenging things and I've had to come to Jean Marie and other friends to talk through it. And I don't think that without that processing, I would have executed as well because I'm in it. So it's hard to see outside of that. You well, all. and especially you because you can be hard on yourself. Like, you know, you really don't want when you're having tough conversations, it's your heart that you really do not want to hurt them. Mm-hmm. And tough, I mean, that's the consequence of a tough conversation, you mm-hmm. know, Yeah, is hurting somebody. Yeah. You know, or it wouldn't be a tough conversation. Typically, there's going to be feelings and emotion. Right. And that's and that's the, the, the beauty of processing. We are humans. Humans err. We do have feelings. Sometimes it sounds so much better in our head. And when it comes out, kind of comes out, maybe not the way we were hoping it to or whatever it is, because we're just imperfect. So sometimes a little role playing, a little practice, a little conversing ahead of time, May make game time a little easier. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we have the option of don't do anything. You know, focus inward on yourself and see what you can do on your end to get through it. Process with some of your friends to kind of release that pressure valve a little bit, right? And get some good insight and direction. Next, we're going to talk about giving space, right? This can be healthy. I think so. I think so. Stepping back a little bit. Yeah. Um, if it's, if it's now she's talking about the holidays mm. and that she knows that she's going to be with them. So There's anticipation. Space isn't really an option, although maybe there is some space that you can. Sit on opposite ends of the dinner table. Make sure that your centerpiece is extra large. So Come eye contact. Late, leave early. No. <laughs> These are all the ninja tactics. Too. Oh. <laughs> that work. Ninja Christmas tactics <laughs> for getting through the holidays with the difficult people. <laughs> that's the title of this episode. Oh my gosh, that's magnificent. It's so good. I don't know. Maybe we could think of an acronym for ninja. You have a voice and a message, but it can be hard to raise your voice above the noise. So how do you reach your audience and inspire them to take action? How do you increase your influence, grow your network, and drive engagement? Podcasting is a powerful way to build a connection with your audience and turn that crowd into a community. But where do you start? Rockwood Audio works with entrepreneurs and businesses to design and craft high-quality, smart content that fits your brand like a glove. Rockwood's podcast launch package includes one-to-one coaching and development, strategic and technical support, audio and visual branding, broadcast quality editing and production, and even distribution and setup. They'll get you from idea to iTunes in half the time with a great sounding show that your audience will love. They even wrote the theme music for this show. And Rockwood's subscription editing, production, and publishing services takes away the hassle so you can focus on what's important. For a free consultation, go to rockwoodaudio.com. That's R-O-K-K-Wood.com. Rockwood Audio. Brand out loud. The world is listening. 
Anyhow, I think that that everybody has their default of how they deal with things. Wes is definitely a space person. Hmm. And I'm a rip the band-aid person. Oh. And I wanna I wanna get in there. (laughs) I wanna say I'm sorry. I want forgiveness. I wanna move on. I wanna kiss and make up and let's go watch the bachelorette by the fireplace, you know, and have everything great. I don't wanna waste any more second of my life thinking about this. I want it done and over. I'm quick to I'm quick to forgive. Mm -hmm. Um I'm also bigger to explode. Yeah. Like I do, you know, I'm just like, Bleh. he's like, you are a hot mess. You know? <laughs> well, and you just approach things differently. So you have to find where that happy medium yeah, is. Yeah, like a crazy person. <laughs> <laughs> I always say that. Hey, like gosh, a crazy stop acting per- like a crazy person, for heaven's sake. Come on. Because when emotions are involved. A lot of times that's a byproduct. Mm-hmm. This crazy lady comes out. Well, so, and true. for the most part, um, we've, you know, in, in, in our relationship, we've set up, you know, things so that that doesn't happen, so that, that that pressure valve is released, you know, so that doesn't build up. But every once in a while, a crazy person comes out. He is a take some space. And he's like, he's so good because he's like, he really is very calm. Very, very calm. I got him all worked up recently. And he was like, it's been a year. It's the first time I've ever seen him so worked up, which says a lot because I'm Puerto Rican. I'm passionate. That happens, right? But he, you know, now for me, like I, I don't really like a whole lot of space because I feel like you're just thinking about it too much. You know, let's 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 move on with it. But in the situation where you're stepping back, um, if you're taking space, that's one thing. It's not avoiding it. You know what I mean? So it's there that I think is good because mm-hmm. I think I think you will benefit from growth if you if you do approach it. If you don't if, you know, if you don't change anything, nothing's going to change. Well, here's a question about the space. Is do you have a pre-space conversation about the space? As far as having some intended outcomes from it, you know? Yeah. How intentional is it? So is it, hey, I want to take some space for these reasons and... Then you go from there because then the person is on equal footing as far as being told the why and, you know, all of you that. Know, I think that there are definitely situations where that's good. For instance, like in this situation where it's a holiday and maybe they're just one person that's going to be there. Yeah. I mean, you know, one time you're going to see them a year. I don't think there needs to be a conversation. The space could be since I know that she'll be. At the, you know, at a a couple other events building up to it, maybe they might want to space themselves out by not doing those events so that they can handle the big event. You know what I mean? Mm. It's kind of like kids when they play, they play with each other, play, you know, together a lot, then they get tired of each other and they fight. (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> Ever remember that when you were a kid? Mm-hmm. You guys have been seeing too much of each other. You need some space. Right. And then they take a day apart and then they come back together. Oh, I missed you so much. And they're all happy again. Right. Right. Sometimes you need a little space for that. So if you can control that going into the holidays, take a little bit of time away, that might be less phone calls, less texting. You know what I mean? Stay off of social media and looking at their stuff. That can be space yep. before going into it so that you're not working yourself up. Are you kidding me? She's bragging about that on social media. Mm. Seriously? Oh, my gosh. And then I talked to her on the phone, and she talked about her this and that and the other for the longest time. Yeah. It's all about me. Then by the time you see all the person, her. you're yeah, already yeah. going to come yeah, you're all, Yeah, right? You're already you know, Work worked up. up about it, and it's like now this on my holiday right Horrible. so so there's there's some space i um if it's if it's a, so to, to answer your question i'm thinking you know if you have a person that it's just a one-time thing i think that'd be weird to have a conversation with but if it's somebody that you're struggling with that's a you know that's a friendship i mean you can't that's really the only thing like in a in a in a family Maybe there's some time where you can say I can yeah, I can take I can take some space. You know what, sis? I'm really struggling with you right now. I just need a little bit of time. I just need a little bit of space because this, you know, this hurt my feelings or whatever. So the conversation is great with that, but I, I do think it's a good idea that they that they know. I think it I think it would benefit them. I mean, would you wanna know? Yeah. If somebody was taking space? Oh, I mean, I think it's always better to have that information because on the receiving end, it allows you to process and be able to come back to a conversation, to an interaction with some new insights and perspective, hopefully. Right. Well, if they're narcissistic enough, they might not even notice that you took the space if you don't announce it. (laughs) That happens. Oh, could happen. You haven't been talking to me for a year and a half. I didn't even notice that. Oh, oh, how about that? I get so much attention from others that I didn't. Because I'm so amazing. That all of my problems are more (laughs) important than anybody else's. And yeah. So so taking space Mm -hmm, is mm -hmm. is I think a good thing if there is a plan in action, not to avoid it. And not to, you know, right. I'm not going to, yeah, I'm just going to bury my head in the sand and yeah. I'm not going to self-reflect, but to just take space and ghost them. Right. And space, I mean, you know, it doesn't have to be like five years or anything. Right, right, <laughs> right. So it could be just like a breather. Whew. Yeah. Maybe space on that night. Bring that flask into the bathroom. Right. Pray. Oh <laughs> my gosh. Meditate. Yeah, (laughs) that's good. Yeah. So so if you're going to. okay, then the very last thing, which I'm leaning towards is talking to her and having a real sweet, vulnerable conversation using the guidelines of how you feel, what you don't want to happen, what you want to happen. And then taking action, like what action needs to happen, right? Mm-hmm. So, Des, why don't you give an example using that formula? Let's say you're going to talk to somebody, 
you're struggling with them. This has been an ongoing thing. Um, it's it's a girlfriend that you're struggling with, and you need to you just you need to to tell them. Yep. That they're giving you anxiety, and it's to the point of where you, you don't even want to be around them anymore. Yes. How do you say that? Okay, so I learned this thing in this little stress reduction workshop <laughs> that I participated in at work. And it's kind of similar in a different spin on that uh, book, Crucial Conversations, that we've talked about previously. Mm-hmm. I really like the approach because it's simple and it's easy to remember. So an example would be to follow this formula and it's called, I feel, I don't want, I do want, and then what can we do about this? So that might be, I feel that when I'm talking, you always cut me off. I don't feel heard and It hurts my feelings because I'm not listened to and I feel that I listened to you. That is the observation I've made on the last three occasions that we've interacted with each other. So that might be my feelings. I'm owning it for myself. I'm taking responsibility for my observations, allowing that to be heard and then I might say, I don't want to kind of prime the person a little bit, you to take this in the wrong way. You know that I struggle with confrontation. This is very difficult for me. I don't want you to think that this is malicious or this is an attack on you. It's just something that's bothered me. What I do want is for us to have a strong, healthy friendship where we can honestly share these kinds of things with each other. And I would love to know what we can do to work on this together. Something like that. What are the actions? Yeah. And I think if you say it with a soft heart, and if they're not narcissistic, because honestly, I mean, there's, I can think of people that have been in my life that if I would come to them with this kind of conversation, because... I'm one that does talk about things. I, I love, I just do. I love communication. And I talk about it and I tell them how I feel. Sometimes they're defensive. I think that, you know, when you're really soft and you say it in right heart, there's a good chance that they're not. Yeah. And this is, this is why you have to practice. Because sometimes for me, like even in that example, you have to be careful about the words you use. I, I might have even just used the word always. And that's, that's tricky because you're kind of categorizing. Right. So I might say, in the last three times that we've talked, I've felt that this occurred. So it's, you know, people become defensive based on your word choices. Right. So when you're kind of right. heated. I mean, oh, and they pay attention they to do. your word choices. And that's choices. why it's okay. That's where this, the processing could help. So you could mm-hmm. get your scripting mm-hmm. right. And if it means that you need to write it down, to kind of get yourself in the right space. There's nothing wrong There's with that. There's nothing wrong with that. I wrote this down because I want to make sure, because I care about you and I want to make sure that I'm very careful with how I say this because I want you to hear my heart. And if you, you know, for me, I know that um, 
oftentimes I just need to pray and just and get in that space in the right way because if I'm not purposing my heart, then it comes out harsh just because that is, I know that that is something that is a kryptonite for me. That's just a part of my personality that can come off that way. Mm-hmm. My kids have reminded me about that. You know, mm-hmm. Brielle will say, you don't sound respectful when you talk to me that way. You know, I get tired. I come home from work and then there's dishes all around. And I'm thinking, seriously, I left you guys. I cleaned the kitchen on your day doing the dishes and you can't even put away your own dishes. Ugh. Well, and, and then I'm like, but I don't like, I don't do that. Usually I come in and I go. Seriously? It doesn't even say, yeah, there's uh, yelling and screaming and all that. Are you kidding me? I know you're capable of doing this because you do it at Wes's house. Well, the thing is, the reason why this preparation is so important is going back to the point of how close is this relationship, the closer it is, Mm -hmm. sometimes the harsher you can be. That's just how it works, right? When someone is close to you, you kind of can have a bit more of an attitude because you've you give yourself You're familiar that with them, yeah, mm-hmm. and and they're a safe place, yeah. And you you know you know that they love you and you and love th- them, right. so and they're the not going hand, anywhere. So there's nothing to lose. I mean, it's sad. I mean, they can obviously they lose respect for you and everything, but that's kind of the mm-hmm. default that we go to, right? But so on the one hand, it's a symbolism of how much you do love them because you can be brutally honest. But on the other hand, you are more likely to create a hostile environment. As a result of your attitude. So that's why it's important to think through that. And, it, you know, going back to our anonymous writer, based on the fact that they are thinking through this and took the time to write in, they've gone so far as to demonstrate they're choosing to process, because mm-hmm. that is essentially what we're doing right now. Uh, and then it would be up to them. If they, you know, what choice they, they make based on these different <laughs> options yeah. we're providing. You know, another another simple thing that I think that you can do that will help you be your best you is, you know, put your oxygen mask on yourself first. Make sure that when you go into that, that situation that your tank is full, you're rested, you're not hangry. You're not wired up with caffeine on an empty stomach. You know, you're not drinking too much. You know what I mean? Because physically, you can come to the table with a better representation of a good outcome than when you come in empty and you're tired. And then, you know, they just poke you and then you just go, you know, <laughs> because you're already on edge with the things that you can control. Those are some more things that you can control. Mm-hmm. This is great. I, I, you know, processing this, I think, is beneficial just as much for us. <laughs> yes. Amen. <laughs> you right? know, so this is such I mean, a if great you're exercise. If, if I wake up in the morning and I do my devotion 
and I go to the gym and I'm eating good. I've been eating so good lately. That is awesome. It's been great, which is not a typical for me, <laughs> but I feel, I feel really good. If I don't eat well and I don't get that exercise, I don't get those endorphins out or, you know, all that good feelings, then I'm, it's, I'm harder to handle. And I'll tell Wes sometimes. I'm like, okay, I just want to let you know I haven't had anything to eat. And all I've done is drink coffee. And it's, you know, noon or whatever. He'd be mm-hmm. like, all right, thank you for the warning. At least I know what I'm dealing with, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So what are, what are those things for you? Process that. Think of the things that you can control. Control those things. Be your best you going into the situations. Um, another thing that fills up my tank is worshiping and 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 listening to uplifting music not hostile music before you go in you know (laughs) yeah well and that's why i had given the example of listening to this de-stress meditation thing because sometimes it is when we are at that breaking point when we need to take a pause and reflect and you have to be in the right mindset when you have tough conversations. So you are coming from your heart and that's the, that's the space that you wanna be in. So regardless of how a person takes what you are sharing with them, at least they can feel it's genuine. Yes, yes. Because that's what we want, right? I would hope. I think this listener wants that. I believe so. Well, I think that was a good processing. I hope that that helps all of you. I hope that listening to that, that really gives you some practical tools to be able to go out and get yourself armed for the holidays going in so that you could be your best you. And as a result of that, have your best holiday. I love it. Craziness. However that looks. Amen Maybe there will that. be space and um, <laughs> it won't even matter. So you're worrying about a worry and that's not even a worry to worry about. That could be the case. Except when COVID's over, you're going to have to deal with that person again. No. Um, <laughs> still be there waiting for you. Problems are like that. Right? <laughs> well, you know, we know that something that gets us in the right headspace is gratitude. And so we are pleased at this portion of the show to do our... Gratitude Attitude. One of the things that I'm I'm grateful for is um, we had our tribe over and I hosted at the house a Friendsgiving. 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 So we gave back to... Um, our local women's shelter with diapers and wipes and and goodies for, for them that they're always in need of. And then we took some time to go around and and be grateful. Doesn't yes. that feel good? It, you know, and that oh. is exactly what I thought about for this gratitude attitude. Because, I, you know, going around and hearing everybody's gratefuls, we did one word. Uh, it, it sits with you because you relate to one another. You know, we're all going through different different experiences, but also can share in some of the same feelings uh, during this pandemic and everything else. And the word that is, is striking me right now in this moment is compassion, 
because I personally have just had a, some challenging days and weeks. Work has been incredibly intense because it's the end of the year, so there's just so much that needs to get accomplished with budgeting and strategic planning and performance management and just everything you could think about. Um, in addition to life, our, our daily livelihoods, responsibilities, relationships, and juggling all of that has been difficult for me. And I've felt so grateful for the compassion of Jean Marie and friends and having some grace of not, of knowing that I'm not feeling so perfect every day, but that being okay. Yeah. You know, I guess my one word would be family. Mm. My family's really changing right now. And it's so cool. You know, I've got a grandson. I've got a granddaughter. And you have... And son and son loves. And loves. Yeah, three son and loves. And so it was Simone's birthday. So she got she got married on 11-7, and then Simone's birthday was 11-14. Landon's birthday is 12-10. We have Christmas and Thanksgiving. We're like, stay away from that area for any babies. Stay away from each other in the spring. <laughs> but um, what was what's what I'm really grateful for is just, you know, Wes is there and you know, some of the kids are still struggling with that a little bit, but for the most part, they've all been very respectful of our relationship and and the blend. And there's just a lot of blending right now. There's just a lot of changing. And, and it's really cute to see, you know, Simone and Landon coming in as a couple. I gave her money for her birthday and she was like, oh... And she looks at him. And she's like, "Oh, what do we need? What can we get?" And we're like, "No, that's for you to spend. You know, on you. It's your birthday money." She was looking at him. I'm like, "That's not a wedding gift, Simone." You know? That's cute. <laughs> Watching her like she's, take on this new identity. She has a couple mindset. Yes. Yeah. yeah, she does already. Like, like, yeah. And so we do. We actually do a, a tradition where. At everybody's birthday dinner, we go around and tell um, each person tells their favorite story about that person, and so each that. one of, of us got to go around. There was a lot of stories. About That's Simone. a lot of stories. There was a lot of stories about Simone. Like I had like four myself. So I am grateful for family. I'm grateful for my new family, all the newness and all the changes. That is fantastic. What are you grateful for? today in this holiday season there's so much to be grateful for what's your one word Mm -hmm. say it out loud and reflect on that that'll take away some anxiety there you go Well, we're so grateful for you and tuning in to this episode of the Bliss Beyond Fear podcast. We want to give a shout out to Rockwood Audio Audio. for producing this podcast in a magnificent way that we could not do on our own. Nope, couldn't do it. (laughs) And to Ava Media Productions, doing our video stuff, got um, an update on some things that they're Ooh, doing. So, so they're just chipping away at that. And we appreciate Aaron. And we want to hear from you. So we are always here for you to reach out to us. You can do that in a variety of ways. You of can which- DM us on Instagram, like like our little message that we got today, Blissful Fortitude. You can message us through Blissful Fortitude Circle. 
on Facebook. You can message us through our website, blissfulfortitude.com. And you can call us at one eight three three my bliss one eight three three six nine two five four seven seven. If you liked this episode and you think that it could help somebody, you gotta know somebody who's gonna have some anxiety around mm, this, this time. Is true. Share this with somebody. Hey, I listened to this. Thought there might be some tips on here that you could use. Share that. We would love it if you'd rate and review. Just scroll down to that bottom there, hit the stars, and leave a review. That'd be awesome. And with that, may your faith be greater than your fears. And remember, you are your only limit, so take action today. Thanks for listening to to the the Bliss Beyond Beyond Fear Fear podcast. podcast.